Praise the Lord. They're going to put my topic up on the screen, and I'm going to ask, my topic tonight is, what are you wearing? Somebody look at your neighbor and say, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? And I know some of you might think about what type of clothing that you're wearing, or what type of cologne that you're wearing, amen, or what outfit you have on, but I want to talk to you about something else that you're wearing tonight. You know, as we look in the book of Peter, in 1 Peter in chapter 5, he says this in verse 6 and 5, I'm sorry, he says, you younger men likewise be subject to your elders. And all of you clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, for God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Now, I want, I, my, as my topic is, what are you wearing, and I don't know about you, but, you know, I, I like to look decent every once in a while. Amen. You know, especially if I'm going to try to go on a date with my wife, right? Amen. Some of y'all like to look decent, right? Amen. Some of you think that you're real attractive. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, some of y'all are like the, that guy that became a preacher that's saying, I'm too sexy for my shirt, right? Y'all did know he's a preacher now, didn't you? Yeah, he's a preacher. But anyways, yeah, see, anybody can get saved, right? Amen. Even Kanye West gets saved. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But anyways, we all like to look good, right? We all like to be attractive sometimes. Amen. And, you know, a lot of times what we're wearing, right, can help determine our, uh, how attractive we are. You know what I mean? It's like for some ladies, amen, they put on makeup, they look beautiful. Without makeup, they look scary, right? Amen. amen. But, amen. Yes. But they like to look attractive. I got your attention now, don't I? Well, I want to talk to you about what you're wearing, and I want to talk to you about looking attractive, because how many of y'all know, whenever we are walking and we're clothed in humility, how many of y'all know that's attractive? But how many of y'all know when we're walking and we're clothed in pride, how many of y'all know that's unattractive? Are y'all with me today? And so the question I'm asking today, amen, is... What are you wearing? Are you clothed in humility? Amen. Which makes you attractive? Are you clothed in pride, which makes you unattractive? Y'all ever been around somebody that's really just uh, clothed themselves with pride and you just absolutely can't stand them at the moment? Praise the Lord. Amen. Sometimes it might be your husband or your wife. Amen. 
But when you see them humble and you see them in humility, you find them attractive. Praise the Lord. And so my question is, what are you wearing? Are you one that's clothed in humility? Or are you one that's clothed in pride? And as I jump off into my message tonight, uh, I'm, I'm going to share with you a little bit out of Numbers chapter 12. But look at verse 3 as they put that up on the board real quick. Numbers chapter 12 and verse 3. And we're talking about Moses here. And Moses, amen, was a great man of God. God used him in a mighty way. Okay? But this is what the scripture says concerning Moses. It says, now, the man Moses was very humble. He says, more than any man who was on the face of the earth. Moses was very humble, the Bible says. He says he was more humble than any man on the face of the earth. You know, we begin to look a little further into this story, and we see this dramatic picture of uh, this relationship between spiritual authority and genuine humility. Spiritual authority and genuine humility. Now, the Bible says that Moses is the most humble man on the entire earth. But how many of y'all know, not only was he the most humble man on the earth, but he was also a man who had more spiritual authority than anyone on the earth during his time. Are y'all with me? He had more spiritual authority than anybody else on the whole earth. Amen. And, and, and I don't know about you, but, you know, we need to walk in spiritual authority. We need to walk in authority. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus has given, he told the disciples, I've given you authority over to tread upon serpents. I've given you authority to heal the sick. I've given you authority to cast out demons, amen. I've given you this authority, the authority, amen, I've given it. And so each and every one of us, amen, we should desire spiritual authority because we want to walk in the way that God has called us to walk in order to be victorious, amen, upon this earth, in order to be victorious over the enemy, amen, in order to be victorious in our relationships and our family and everything else, right? And so I would hope that every person in this room today would like to function in more spiritual authority. You know, when we're talking about ministry, a ministry is about functioning in spiritual authority. Now, y'all are familiar with the Pharisees, amen? Y'all are familiar with the Sadducees. Y'all are familiar with the religious rulers, right? Well, the Pharisees, amen, they were uh, men that taught uh, from the Scripture. In fact, the, they taught from the Old Testament, right? They taught from the law. But when they spoke, there was nothing behind it. Well, the spiritual authority that God entrusts the speaker with is what actually impacts the lives of the individual. Are y'all with me today? 
In other words, amen, if we're just saying words, amen, it's not going to change lives. But if it's said under the spiritual authority and the anointing of God, how many of y'all know it's going to begin to make an impact? Can I get an amen? amen? So to really impact people's lives, we need spiritual authority. Now, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, these religious rulers, they had something called positional authority. Somebody say positional authority. But they didn't have spiritual authority. Are y'all with me today? You know, but the question that we have to look at today, amen, is am I willing to get that authority, amen, that I need in order to be effective in the kingdom of God by humbling myself in day-to-day life, in situations, amen, in order to be able to receive what God has. See, one of the reasons why Moses, he had the the most spiritual authority upon the whole earth, but the Bible says that he was the most humble man upon the whole earth. See, there's something about it, amen, when you begin to clothe yourself with humility, amen, you're going to begin to see God begin to release upon you spiritual authority. Can I get an amen? There's something about humility that is attractive in the eyes of God, amen, that begins to allow God to begin to notice you, amen, and to begin to raise you up, to begin to anoint you, amen, and begin to use you in a mighty way. Can I get an amen? And one of the reasons why is because God can begin to trust you with his spiritual authority in your life. See, Moses was a man that was humble, and so God could trust him to release the spiritual authority, amen, that he had, amen, and he could trust him to use it in an effective way. Can I get an amen? Amen. Now, here we are, we're looking at this story in, 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 in the book, amen, of Numbers, and we see here about, we read about Marion and Aaron, and how many of y'all know, when we look at the scriptures, amen, we begin to see that Marion and Aaron, they wanted what Moses had. Let's look at the scripture real quick, will you go back over there? Chapter 12. They wanted what Moses had. Let's look at verse 1. Then Mary and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he had married, for he had married a Cushite woman. And they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Now, when Moses spoke, the people listened. Amen. Moses was speaking, and he was speaking with spiritual authority. Praise the Lord. Moses was hearing from God. Amen. He was the only one that was hearing from God at that time, right? And he was sharing, amen, with what God had given him. And it says, and they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us as well? And the Lord heard it. Look at that right there. And they said, has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? And the Lord heard it. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. So here we are married and Aaron. They were wanting what Moses had. Yet the way to get that is to do the very opposite of what they were actually doing. How many of y'all know sometimes people, amen, when they want, they see what somebody has and they want that and they go about getting it in all the wrong ways. They see somebody operating in authority that God has delegated and they said, you know what, I want that. And they go about it the wrong way and they try to force it themselves. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, God is good. See, there's a difference between positional authority and spiritual authority. Praise the Lord. But what's going to make an impact is spiritual authority. But spiritual authority is not, uh, uh, it's not obtained by grasping for it. It's not attained by grasping for it, amen. It's obtained, amen, by an increased level of surrender to God. The more you surrender to God, the more God is going to release his authority in your life. But we see it and we want to grasp for it. Amen. And we want to make it happen, and we want to, hey, you better listen to me. You know who I am. I'm your leader. And sometimes people need to be reminded, you know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. I, I, I was walking through the home, and I was bringing the missionary through the home, and they were listening to some gangster rap that was, I felt like I was on the block, you know what I'm saying? Man, I, I didn't know what was going on, you know what I mean? Poor Chris, right? He was busy, Chris S. But anyways, and then one of the guys come over here and they gave me dabs, you know what I'm saying? And Hey, homie, what's up? And at first I was like, what the? Where am I at, man? Hello. Yeah, we love you too. <laughs> God is good, amen? Y'all don't know, y'all are homies in the woods. Y'all ain't, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't homies in the hood. This is the woods, brother. (laughs) Homie in the woods. But it comes from an increased level of surrender to God. In other words, if, if we will surrender more to God, then we'll be able to exercise more spiritual authority, Amen. And you say, well, why is that, preacher? Why is that, pastor? Because the more that I'm surrendered to God, the more that he can trust me to use it correctly. Hello, somebody. So the key to spiritual authority in your life, amen, is more surrender. And let's look real quick at how Moses exercises spiritual authority in this passage, amen. We begin to see right here this People are coming against him, right? They're speaking against the man of God right here. But how many of you know he doesn't even defend himself? He doesn't even try to make Marion and Aaron do what he thinks they ought to do, amen. We don't even see him trying to control the situation at all, amen. What we see is that, that they verbally attack Moses with their criticism. 
And then what follows in verse 2 are these simple words. And the Lord heard it. See, there's a certain weightiness behind those simple words, amen? And the Lord heard it. I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to say anything behind closed doors, amen, that are followed by the words, and the Lord heard it. <laughs> but I'm probably here to, here to tell you the Lord hears it, doesn't he? And some of us have learned this the hard way, right? You know, one thing about it, saints, we can either defend ourselves or we can let God defend us. But we can't have it both ways. Amen. And if we insist on defending ourselves, God's going to let us do that, just that very thing. But if we humble ourselves and we trust him with it, how many of y'all know he'll defend what needs to be defended? But that takes humility, doesn't it? And you want to know the way that, according to the scripture, the way that the man of God responds to them? Because here we look at this, and what happens to Mary, and what happens to her in the scripture? You know, right? She ends up with leprosy. Her skin is falling off. She tore up from the floor up. Not only that, but the, the Lord was mad at them. He was angry. But even in the midst of that... Humble Moses, amen, the most humble man on the whole earth, amen. His response, even in that situation, is that Moses begins to pray for the people, the very people that were attacking him. That's humility. Are y'all with me today? Of course, that's a shepherd's heart. That's a pastor's heart, amen. Amen. You know, even the very people that are coming against you, the very people that are speaking negative, the very people that are attacking you, amen, and you pray for them, praise the Lord. The Bible says, amen, right? Love your enemies and what? Pray for those who persecute you. And you see Moses exemplify this very characteristic right here in the scripture. And he wasn't just praying that God would destroy them or, amen, show them that, you know, that they're wrong or that he's right, right? In fact, it was quite the opposite, right? When Marion had been hit with leprosy, Moses' response is to plead with God in order to heal her. That was his response. He pleaded with God, heal her, Lord. I'm asking you, please heal her. I want you to think about that for a moment. Amen. Moses doesn't use his spiritual authority in order to defend or to vindicate himself. He uses it to heal the person, the very person that attacked him. And this is the kind of person that God can trust with spiritual authority. How many of y'all know Jesus did the same thing? Amen. He could have called legions of angels to defend him at the cross, but instead he used his authority to pray, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When Joseph had found himself in a place of power, he used that power to feed the people who had tried to kill him. Are y'all with me today? See, God can trust us. To use spiritual authority, amen, to represent his true character, which is a character of love. And when God can trust you, God will release it to you. 
Are y'all with me? At least I got somebody saying amen. Come on. Luke 14 and 11, if you'll put that up there real quick. Luke 14 and 11. I shouldn't be before you too long. He says, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. I don't know about you, but that's powerful, amen? Whoever exalts himself will be humbled or he'll literally be put down. But he who humbles himself will be exalted, amen? In other words, if I push myself up, God will push me down. But if I humble myself, God will lift me up. Are y'all with me today? And that's what we were reading in 1 Peter 5 and 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. See, we can't exalt ourselves. God has got to be the one to exalt us. Amen. Because if we exalt ourselves, God is going to begin to push us down. But if we humble ourselves in due time, God will exalt you. Are y'all with me today? See, God's not going to just trust anybody with his spiritual authority because he doesn't want them to use it in order to abuse. Are y'all with me today? What did he tell the disciples after they were all excited and everything? Amen. And they were like, man, dude, those demons, they were subjective to us, man. They submitted. We had power over them. He said, hey, look, don't rejoice that the demons submit to you. He said, rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Come on, somebody. See, there's something beautiful about clothing yourself with humility. There's something attractive. Amen. People are going to find you attractive. Not that they're going to want to hook up with you, but they're going to want to hang out with you. Hello, somebody. We think about attractive. Everybody thinks about, you know, saying, trying to hook up with somebody. You know? Hello. In due season, when you humble yourself and you surrender to God. Amen. (laughs) Hello. If you're not going to be surrendered to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Then how are you going to submit? Or how are you going to love? Somebody say God is good. All right. You know, one thing that's always an opportunity in order to humble ourselves is personal conflict. Amen. It's always an opportunity to humble ourselves. But most conflicts are uh, move forward or enhanced because of the unwillingness to humble yourself. But when you choose to trust God to defend you rather than defending yourself, amen, then you're going to begin to Give God an opportunity to move on your behalf. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
You know, God can take care of you. God can take care of your reputation. God can handle that. Amen. But we look at Moses and what he does is he prays for Miriam's healings. Amen. He was attacked by her, but he prayed for her. He didn't hold a grudge against her. And as a result, he put himself in a position in order to be used by God for healing. Hello. Are y'all with me today? And sometimes we got to ask for forgiveness or we got to give forgiveness, don't we? And how many of y'all know it's humbling to ask for forgiveness? Isn't it? That's humbling, isn't it? Because in order to do that right, you have to acknowledge what you've done wrong. And and, and humbling to give forgiveness, uh, you have to relinquish the right to hold on to it or to hold it over a person's head. So in other words, any time there's two people that are in conflict, two people have the opportunity to humble themselves. And the ones who do that have taken a step towards spiritual authority. But the ones who won't do that, amen, they're going to find themselves going the opposite direction. Look at Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5 as he puts it up there real quick. I'm not going to be before you long. Philippians 2 and 5. We begin to see this example here. He he says, for everyone who exalts himself will... Oh, I'm waiting on you, so I'm sorry. No pressure. I like that scripture, though. It's good. I've got the scripture. I'm just letting them get the scriptures. Philippians. Yes. Dos cinco. Is it there? Praise the Lord. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. This attitude. Praise the Lord. Who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, but emptying himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient. To the point of death, even death on the cross. You know, sometimes in order to be obedient, you've got to humble yourself. Hello. But we have these great examples, right? Let's look at Luke real quick. 
Luke chapter 14. I don't know if I have the verse. and Let me look myself. But what we see here in Luke chapter 14, amen, we see Jesus begin to give a parable of the dinner. Let's look at verse 16. I'm sorry, let's look at verse 7. I apologize. We there? Cool. And he began speaking a parable to the invited guests when he noticed how they had been picking out the places of honor at the table, saying to them, when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor. For someone more distinguished than you may have been invited by him. And he who invited you both will come and say to you, give your place to this man. And then in disgrace, you will proceed to occupy the last place. But when you are invited, go and recline at the last place so that when the one who has invited you come, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. And then you will have honor in the sight of all who are at the table with you. Now, this is something opposite of the world, what the world thinks, amen? The world values pridefulness. The world values self-promotion, amen? He says, in order to climb to the top, you've got to pull somebody else down, praise the Lord. But the Bible says that the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. I remember at one time I was going uh, to this training seminar, and uh, it was actually in church planting, and we were all gathered. They, we were about to sit out at a table, and they were going to go over another session or something. And I remember I sat at this one particular seat at the table. It just happened to be at the end of the table. And, and this guy told me, he said, I just sat wherever, you know, that's whatever. And he says, oh, I can see how you are. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Heather, you were there with me. You know what I mean? And it hit me. I was like, what? Now, if he, if he knew me, he would know different. But that scripture came to mind. Hello. If you put yourself up there, amen, you're going to get disgraced. But if you, let, if you take the humble route and you let God put you there, you're going to be honored. Are y'all with me today? It's the same thing as being a self-appointed leader or being a God-appointed leader. Or being a positional leader or being a spiritual leader. But when God puts that anointing upon your life, hello somebody. 
God will take you when you're not noticed and he'll make you noticed. God will begin to exalt you and raise you up as you humble yourself and as you go down. So as the worship team comes, the question I have for you tonight, amen, is what are you clothed in? What are you clothed in? Are you clothed in humility or are you clothed in pride? You know, the church, when it operates on these same principles, amen, or the same principles that the world uses, how many of y'all know the result is powerlessness? In other words, there's no real spiritual authority, amen? If there's just a lot of hype or there's just a lot of self-promotion, amen, and they're using these same standards to define success as what the world does, amen, you're not going to be effective. It's, it's going to be powerless. The more you humble yourself, the more God's going to release his power upon your life. The more he's going to release his anointing upon your life. The more he's going to begin to release, amen, spiritual authority upon your life. The more that you humble yourself. The more that you know that, hey, without God, I am nothing. But through God, I can do all things. And there's nothing wrong with having confidence, amen. But your confidence is not in yourself. Your confidence is in the Lord. Are y'all with me today? Why y'all look like I put y'all to sleep? Praise the Lord. Is this over y'all's head? Your confidence is not in yourself. Your confidence is in God. David's confidence was not in David. David's confidence was in the Lord. And his confidence allowed him, amen, to even stand up against the Goliath. Because he knew that it was, his, it was God that was fighting for him. It was God that was fighting with him. Praise the Lord. And so he could walk in that spiritual authority. He could walk in that confidence because he knew who his God was. Amen. And he was in reliance upon God. Amen. He was a man after God's own heart. Are y'all with me today? I don't know about you, but I'm nothing without God. Praise the Lord. Amen. I can't think right. I can't make good decisions. Amen. I can't act right. Praise the Lord. I can't, definitely can't love and treat people right. But with God, praise the Lord. Amen. I clothe myself in humility. Amen. And God begins to manifest and you begin to see the fruit of the Spirit go forth in your life. Praise the Lord. Are y'all with me today? You know, I'm going to share a few benefits of, it, of increasing humility. First of all, it brings contentment to your soul. It increases confidence in God. And it opens the flow of God's grace in your life. The Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives grace or he gives favor or he gives empowerment to the humble. 
He who humbles himself will be exalted. This is, this is promotion that's in the right way. Amen. Don't promote yourself. Come on, stand to your feet tonight. You know, some areas that you might be signs that you need to humble yourself. Number one, are you in a conflict that is not being resolved? Are you in a conflict that's not being resolved? Number two, are you offended at somebody and you haven't turned loose of that offense? You might need to operate in humility. Are you frustrated because others aren't recognizing your self-perceived abilities? You might need to humble yourself. You're depressed because you don't perform good enough. You might need to operate in humility. You're focused on yourself that you never express admiration in others and their abilities. You might need to operate in humility. So my question to you today is what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Humility attract is attractive. It attracts God. How many of y'all want more of God in your life? Humble yourself. Humble yourself. There's power in humility. There's power in humility. But pride is unattractive, saints. And you're going to even impose your creator. So you need, we need to ask ourselves, you know what? Am I clothing myself in pride? Or am I clothing myself in humility? There's something really attractive about humility. So as we begin to worship, as we open up this altar, you just ask yourself that and you say, you know what, God? Show me, God. God, I want to humble myself. I want to be operated, clothed in humility, God. Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are faithful, my King, God. As this altar is open, you can come to this altar, amen. He opposes the proud, but he exalts the humble. God wants to exalt you, praise the Lord, but the more you, hum the more you humble yourself, the more you operate in humility, the more you realize your reliance upon him, the more you realize that you're nothing, amen, without him, amen. Thank you, Father God, today, King Jesus, Lord God, pour it out in this place. Humility and unity is something where God will command his blessing upon you. He will pour out his spirit, praise the Lord. When we humble ourselves, even in worship, amen. Father, we just thank you tonight, God. Have your way, my King. Pour it out in this house, Lord God. Pour it out upon their hearts. Come, King Jesus, tonight. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's worship the King tonight.
bring it all to peace The storm surrounding me Let it break At your name is still We'll call the sea to still The raging me to still At your name Every wave in Jesus Jesus, you make the darkness tremble in Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear in Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble in Jesus, Jesus. bones to live and call these lungs to sing once again I will praise and breathe call these bones to live and call these lungs to sing once again oh I will praise in Jesus Jesus you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. You silence it, Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. So sing that again. Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, you silence here. Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, your name is the light. That the shadows can't deny Your name cannot be overcome Your name is the life forever lifted high Your name cannot be overcome no. Your name is the life that the shadows can't deny Your name cannot be overcome no. Your name is alive Forever lifted high Your name cannot be overcome Jesus, Jesus You make the darkness tremble Jesus, you silence fear, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus, sing your name, your name is the light that the shadows can't deny. 
your silence clear, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, 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 you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus, you silence it. And Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, and yours is a kingdom, and yours is a power, and yours is a glory forever. Amen. And yours is a kingdom. the power in yours is the glory forever amen and yours is the kingdom and yours is the power in yours is the glory forever amen All of the glory, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. All of the glory, all of the glory, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. All of the glory, all of the glory, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. All of the glory, all of the glory, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. All of the glory, all of the glory, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. All of the glory, all of the glory, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Glory for your glory, for your 